today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, uh, if you follow this show, you know I'm a motorhead and uh, that I, I, I love talking racing. That's racing with the, dre- uh, the G dropped. Although when you're talking IndyCar, I think you put the G back on. We'll have to ask our expert about that, who you can hear, of course, every Sunday night right here on CHML. Eric Thomas, the host of the Raceline Radio Network, uh, Canada's National Motorsport Authority. Eric is with us now. Eric, how are you? I'm good, Scooter. Nice to talk with you. I I, I want to circle back, though, to the intro after you play that, that we'll play the request song there. Mm-hmm. Are you going to try and tell me no Canadian vocalist can sing falsetto? Like no, that? I'm just saying that. You, I know you're Hey, kidding. I saw the Jersey Boys, man. I was into it. Oh, that was good. Frankie Valley was amazing. Yeah, he was very good at it. But that was a Canadian band, too. The Diamonds were Canadian, I believe. Yeah, that's true. And I I think Frankie can still just about hit those really high notes. Yeah, that was was very cool. And uh, the Diamonds, uh, and that was Little Darlin', uh, the Diamonds also had another hit. Do you remember what that was? Gosh, I don't. The Stroll. Well, find the Diamonds, The Stroll. The stroll, oh sure, and you that know. was a dance. Very a slow, dance. yeah. That's you know, right. hard, hard they saxophone. Up on each side and the, and yeah. a couple came down there the middle. Go. American graffiti, man. There you American go. American graffiti. That's right. All right, enough of that. Will will find uh, the yeah, diamonds. Put me the in stroll. a bad mood now when you talk about what we're going to talk about. <laughs> so we could keep talking about music. I know you love to play the bass. Well, we do. All yeah. right, let's move on. The band's so, doing well too, by the way. So. Yeah, you guys are playing out and about, are you not? You I know, see that on your Facebook started, page. Just started Niagara band called the Change. Niagara's rock experience. We're playing. We're playing. Um, classic rock and uh, sometimes fairly loud, sometimes not so fairly loud. But, but that's uh, just because your hearing's going. Well, that that's part of it. You have to turn it up. <laughs> I'm the same way. All the crowd is yelling, turn it up, Eric. We're all going well, it's, deaf. It's not only that, but it's the darn racing engines, too. You find most, yeah. most veteran race car drivers are just about deaf as bricks. Yeah, very true. All right. All right. Uh, James Hinchcliffe, of course, uh, Oakville native in the IndyCar uh, series. Very popular driver. Racing Great on TV. Yeah. I could see this guy broadcasting racing uh, oh, in some future form in, in, the, yeah. in the future. So, uh, And we talked to you. Uh, about him last, uh, oddly enough, a, a horrific accident that he had, and, and in obviously survived at Indianapolis. Yeah. So, yeah. tell us what's happened. How did it, what happened with this ride? It looked like he was in for another year and then not. He was supposed to be, and he got treated very, very badly and very, very shabbily. And, and this would be the same if it was any other driver, but for the guy who is clearly the most popular driver in the IndyCar series, is the face and the personality of the series did not deserve to be treated the way he was by the reorganized Aero Schmidt-Peterson team that is now mostly owned by the McLaren outfit, you know, famous for Formula One, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. with Gilles DeFerrin. Now, here's what happened. Hinchcliffe was under contract with, uh, with Sam Schmidt and Rick Peterson, who's a Canadian, on that team for next year, for 2020. The McLaren guys came in, and a few weeks ago, the team made the statement that here it is. Hinchcliffe's contract is going to be honored for 2020. Well, we know he doesn't sell French fries and he doesn't distribute programs in the stands. He's a race car driver. Around the same time before that announcement was made, Hinch was going around talking, because he's also the ambassador for Honda Canada and Honda USA, going around to Honda teams talking about the possibility that he may be available in 2020. But when the team, his team that he's been driving with, and almost killed himself driving for, uh, said that his contract's going to be honored for 2020. Those conversations stopped. On Sunday, they don't even have the balls, and I'll use that word, to call him in for a face-to-face meeting to say, 
yeah, your contract's going to be honored for 2020, James, and, and you're going to be paid, James, but you're not driving the car. I beg your pardon? Mm. No, they're going to bring in Oliver Askew and, 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 and Pato Award, an American and a Mexican rookies, to drive the two cars. And let's remember, too, that Robert Wickens, who continues his miraculous recovery from his crash at Pocono that left him paralyzed from the chest down, yeah. is still under contract with the team. The team says that Wickens is going to be retained as a consultant and a, and a driving coach for the two rookie drivers, but Hinchcliffe is still wow. going to get paid, but he ain't going to drive the car. So now, what? How, how dare you do that to any driver, hmm. let alone the personality and the face of the series? So now Hinch has got to go around, and all the Honda-powered teams, if he's going to stay affiliated with Honda, and I hope he does, they're all filled now. Yeah. Now, there's, there's two teams that are interested on the onset. One is Bobby Rahal, Rahal Letterman Lanigan, and the other one is Dale Coyne. But it's going to take about $6 bucks U.S. to add a third car to whatever team can mm. afford to do that. Mm. So you hope that Honda Canada and Honda USA have the brains to fund this and keep Hinchcliffe in this series. The series cannot afford to lose this guy. And, and good luck promoting that race at Indian Toronto without a, a Canadian or B-slash-hometown yeah. guy in the field, and I just thought, you know, and yeah, okay, you're sitting, you're sitting, you're saying, you know, come on, Eric, no, you know what? Yeah, sports, sports can be cutthroat, sports can be uh, you know, gutless and heartless at times, but this was handled so very badly. Makes me wonder. Sam Schmidt, here's a guy who crashed on his own. He's in a wheelchair. He knows the sacrifices that drivers sometimes have to make mm. to, to to succeed. You know, Rick Peterson, you know, the guy from Canada, these are guys who, who have been behind Hinch, and Hinch has gave himself, you know, a, a thousand percent, came within seconds of dying in that crash at Indianapolis for this team. And for them to handle it this way is disgusting, disgusting in, in uh, times 10, and it should have been handled a whole lot better. So now the search is on. You know, Hinchcliffe has come up with a statement saying, you know, laughing with his famous sense of humor, there ain't nothing maybe a little maple syrup and a leaf mm. can't fix. But you so, know what? He needs to find a ride, and he was it was handled badly, so hopefully he can stay in the series. Why why not keep him uh, in the car if they're paying him anyway? What's the big? Like, what was the reason for the move there? I mean, uh, you know, you got a couple of Indy Light champs that are coming up, okay, well, but I, that yeah. that can wait a year. So that's what, a good question. It's so a good question. Why why not just keep him if since you're paying him anyway? Why not just keep him there? My my thought is, there's there's two schools of thought on that. One, the McLaren people aren't high on Hinch. But but Schmidt and Peterson uh, are, and you know, and Gilles DeFerrin comes in with on the McLaren side. Now, like Gilles DeFerrin, had him on the show before. Good guy. We drove for Penske. Was was a terrific driver. But for some reason, they weren't high on him. The other thing to consider as well is this: is that Arrow Electronics is the sponsor of this team. Not that long ago, ESPN, the magazine, put out an expose, and they've done this with other athletes too, and they did it this time with Hinchcliffe, talking about the scars that he has from his accident at Indianapolis, where he just about bled to death. The way they do it is, is the driver is basically naked in the photo shoot with things and objects in the way of strategic locations. Yeah. Done very tastefully, very professionally. I am told that Arrow hit the spin cycle when they saw this and went crazy with it, and there was rumors going around that Hinchcliffe was almost gunned, almost fired on the spot because of it. I can tell you this, Scott is that the media relations person for that team, Veronica Knowlton, lovely girl, worked with her a lot to you know, book interviews with Hinch. She was fired on the spot, gunned out the door because of that. Whether that has anything to do with the situation, I don't know. All I can tell you is that just by analyzing this thing between the lines and working mm. as you know, closely with the team as I can, 
that Peterson and Schmidt were still high on Hinch, but McLaren is not. And they wanted to bring in these two rookies, Award, very talented, former Indy Lights champ, uh, Oliver Askew, the American, another former Indy Lights champion, to come in and drive the cars with a fresh start. Yeah, that's okay, that's fine, but don't tell a guy yeah. uh, one week that you got a contract to drive, and then uh, 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 on a Sunday you call him, mm. you bring him in for an eye to eye before you kick the poor bugger in the head mm. like that. You know, it just it was handled abominably, and I'm I get upset when I talk about it because Hinchcliffe is still he's 32, he's still got some winning to do, he's had a terrible season this past season, but I still think there's wins for this guy, but he's the greatest ambassador yeah. for any, any series around. Talk about a personality like Hinch. In NASCAR, you can't. In F1, you can't. Maybe Vettel, but Hamilton certainly isn't. He's flamboyant. He's marketable. He's very, very valuable, not only to his team, not only to his city and his area, but to the series as a whole, and they can't afford to lose this guy. And for that team to handle him that way was abominable. Uh, you talked about his age being 32. What is the shelf life here? How long can he race? Is well, he towards the end of his, his career? Well, yeah, he's, he's on the downside of, of, um, of what is normally considered the optimum age. You know, you've got, you've yeah. got guys in the series that are just, you know, barely into their, you know, barely in the, like the mid-20s, you know. But Newgarden, you know, he's, he's not exactly a whole lot younger than Hinchcliffe is. I mean, he could conceivably drive till he's 40, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, but it, it just depends on each individual driver. You can't say, now this is the cutoff for it. I mean, right. Formula One is ridiculous. By the time you meet your mid-20s, they're already ready to get rid of you, yeah. you know? But in, in IndyCar, you know, he, he's a guy in, in the series. He has one on ovals, one on short ovals. His last win was in Iowa a year before last. Uh, good on street courses, but it's, it's his value outside the car as well yeah, yeah. and you just can't drive race cars nowadays yeah. you know that yeah. you've got you become part of your yeah. sponsor's marketing attack and you've got to get out there you've got to be marketable you've got to be eloquent you've got to be a good speaker you've got to be great with the fans and great with the media and there isn't anybody better than hinchcliffe in this series and now he's on the outside looking in looking for a ride it's tragic uh usually as you mentioned sponsorship money uh is a great determining factor here uh and, yep. and money talks so sure what happened here with him being such a a prominent driver i mean he must still have value to paid. sponsors he was getting paid as opposed yeah. to having to bring money. Now, my only my only assumption is is that the two drivers coming in bring money, but at the same time, this guy was under contract. Yeah. But yeah. they changed the rules as they went along. Yeah. That's like saying that's like saying the radio station says to you, Scott, we're going to honor your deal into the next two years, and then call you a week later and say, oh, we're going to still pay you. Yeah. You can do whatever you want in the building, but maybe wash dishes or sweep up. Maybe Rosie will <laughs> let you do that and help <laughs> and help her out. But you know that wasn't part of the deal. You told me two weeks ago that my contract was going to be honored, and now you're telling me I'm not going to be on the air. How thrilled would you be? Uh, I wouldn't be thrilled with that. (laughs) How thrilled have I been in the past is what you're asking, but that's another story. Let's not go there. Um, So he does have affiliation with Honda. Does that mean he has to find a Honda ride or get rid of that? How does that all work with him? Well, theoretically, he does. If if he wants to keep, I mean, that was always the bone of contention because when McLaren came in to remodel this team, they jettisoned their Honda relationship for their engines, and they signed up with Chevrolet. So is that really not the reason that Hinch? Cliff is out of the ride is no, that he's that, a major yeah, Honda sponsor and now it's McLaren and Chevy? People will say that, but at the same time, all that would have to happen was is that Honda would have to sever their, their ties with Hinchcliffe if he's going to drive. I mean, look at it this way. He's got a really long, nice association with Honda that I think is going to continue. But if it meant, okay, well, I, I, I want to drive another year. I'm under contract for another year. If they're Chevrolet-powered, so be it. 
I'm going to have to switch allegiances because the team is now Chevrolet powered. But here's the thing. If, if there are some possibilities with those two teams I mentioned, with Ray Hall and Dale Coyne, that they can add a third car, but it's going to take about $6 bucks. You cannot tell me that between Honda USA and Honda Canada, considering the number of cars that Hinchcliffe has helped them sell, that they can't come up with six mil. That's chicken feed for those companies, you know, and to, to supply him with a third car to keep this guy in the series, not only to help sell the Honda brand, but to keep the face and the personality of IndyCar alive so this thing doesn't, you know, dissolve into, into mediocrity. He's not going to be the savior to save it all on his own. But think, is anybody else stepping up to be the personality of this series? Yeah. He ain't the most popular driver by accident. There's a reason why, and it's his personality. And it's his, he, he can wheel an Indy car as good as anybody can. If he gets the right team and gets the right effort, yeah, some people say maybe he hasn't been the same since the crash. And maybe that's true. But I still think there's, there's, there's some winning for this guy still to be realized. And I think his overall value to this form of the sport. Let's think about this, too. Is that, you know, it used to be IndyCar number one and NASCAR number two. It flipped over a long time ago, and IndyCar is just starting to get its popularity back. And now you want to cut its head off, hmm. you know, by gunning your, your, your number one. So does is the league, break. would the series now be heavily involved in trying to get this guy a ride for next year? Yeah, except that's not their job. I mean, they can certainly have influence, but, you know, the, it, their number one priority is, is, is yeah, yeah, they, they but, I mean, if he's such an important part to the brand... Yeah, they, they would have a hand in it, but yeah. they, they, they certainly can't order anybody to say, okay, sign this guy. He's going to have to bring money, and it's up to the sponsors. It's up to If he's going to stay in his affiliation with Honda, he's going to have to have those, that, those two sides of the company, Honda USA and Honda Canada, come up with a, with a collection, if you will, for $6 million to add a third car to either one of those two teams. Having said all of that, let us not discount the possibility that Hinchcliffe could stay in the sport in other series and other forms of cars. Understand that there's a, an unnamed NASCAR team that approached Hinchcliffe to drive the playoff race in Cup on the Roval at Charlotte, but he couldn't mm. do it because that was the weekend of Wiccan's uh, sorry, wedding. Yeah. And, of course, he, and, and Hinch being his best buddy mm-hmm. who's in the wedding party couldn't do it. So, he, you know, there, there's some interest there. Road racing, if he wants to do IMSA, if he wants to yeah. do the World Endurance Championship, there's nothing to say that he can't try to do that. I mean, there's, there's other ways of making a living in the sport other than driving IndyCar. But the simple fact of the matter is he's so synonymous and, and associated with this squad, it would seem weird for him to go somewhere else. But if there are no rides available, you know, he's still going to collect a, a paycheck yeah. from, from that team because his contract is still valid. But Man, he'd prefer to be in a race car. Does he lose that? Does he lose that if he does he lose that if he goes to another team? Lose what? Lose what he's getting paid out for the year. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would have to think so. He wouldn't be able know. to double dip there. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I don't think so. He gets I mean, a ride. I don't, I don't he's know out. The yeah. Of, of his, yeah. Of his of his contract, Scott. But but I can tell you yeah. that you know they have mentioned the team has mentioned that uh, you know he is free and clear to talk to anybody else hmm. as a free agent, even though he's getting paid by the team right. uh, to go look for another ride, which to me doesn't doesn't make any sense. So, what does it say with McLaren getting into IndyCar? Well, that's okay because they were the ones that brought Fernando Alonso and put him in Indianapolis, and that was a big hit. And there's and he's going to do the uh, the Dakar Rally. He's talking about the new rules in F1 for 2021. He may go back there, but he'll go back to Indianapolis. I mean, and, and that was good to have, you know, a, a multi-time F1 champion 
do the Indy 500, yeah. and do that again. I mean, nice to see that name. I mean, that's a synonymous race yeah, name. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Come over to IndyCar. I mean, you know, you, you think about over the years, a number of F1 guys that have crossed over to IndyCar, and that's good. That's that's really, really good. But the way they handled the Hinchcliffe situation, to me, was complete Bush League. So what do you, uh, look in your crystal ball, what do you see next season by the time the flag drops? Well, I think after all of this ranting and yelling and screaming by me, that I, I'm, I'm firm in my belief, and other people uh, believe this too, and I'm not the only one who thinks this because a lot of drivers in the series think that he got jobbed as well. I'm, I'm firmly confident that he will have a ride of some description in time for the opener uh, next spring at St. Petersburg in IndyCar. Um, there's always a possibility, like I said, of him trying other things, other ways. Could he do one-offs at Indianapolis with teams? Sure he could. You know, but you know, I, I, I really, I'll be, put it this way, I'll be surprised if he doesn't have a full-time ride in IndyCar by the time we hit St. Petersburg in the spring. All right, who's on the show this weekend? What are we doing? I better look at the list before I get confused. Parker Thompson, Canada's most versatile driver. We're going to talk to him, wrapping up a very, very busy season in uh, in sports cars and in open-wheel cars as well. Going to talk to playoff Martinsville winner in NASCAR, Martin Truex Jr. Of course, his crew chief, Cole Pern, is a Canadian. They're on the Subaru, fire. Yeah, yeah, and the Subaru Raceline mailbag. Trivia contest, Raceline Radio, Sunday nights, 8 o'clock. On Global News Radio 900, the 50,000-watt blowtorch, CHML. Eric Thomas, the host of Raceline Radio right here on CHML. Eric, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Love doing these. Let's do some more, buddy. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.